Oh, man, I hate Mondays. Nah, man, it's Tuesday. Wait, 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 what day is it? You know what day it is. Tuesday. Bruise Day Tuesday. Oh, fuck yeah! It's time for Bruise Day Tuesday. Brought to you by the Cellar and Six Pack Store. Here's Drez and Big Nate. Oh, there you go. You're sounding good. It is Bruise Day Tuesday, brought to you by the Cellar Restaurant and Six Pack Store in downtown Blacksburg. I am joined by my partner in crime, Mr. Big Nate, and... Your partner in life. My partner in life. My lovely BB is in the house because she is the kombucha expert of the three of us. And so, uh, since we are doing Dry January, trying to come up with different ideas... This was uh, one that we've thought about. In fact, we were supposed to do this, I think, last January, but then the dry January fell through. But So we're finally doing a kombucha the whole, show. The whole thing fell apart, dry January. <laughs> yeah, it did. It did. But we're going strong. We're over half. We're over the hump, over the halfway point at, at this stage. So, uh, BB, how you been liking dry January? We're doing this. I, I think Nate's a pseudo. I think it's an only on-air thing. You had that cider hangover and stuff already Big this Nate's year. a character. Nathan's a person. Yeah. <laughs> So, but BB and I, we have been doing the dry January. I've, it's actually not been that difficult. I've been kind of liking, you know, yeah, I mean, the we're, benefits. We're only a couple of weeks in, I guess, but I, I agree with you. Like we, we went really hard during December, obviously lots of festivities and family gatherings and nice food and alcohol. So yeah, I was ready for a break from all. I'm feeling good. Yeah. Well, here we go. So we got kombucha. There's three of us. We got three different kinds. You gave me this, the darker color one. What is this one? Is this a strawberry pomegranate? What is this? What do you no, put so, in these? So these are my special home-brewed kombuchas. I've been doing this now for a couple of years, so I think I'm just about getting the hang of it. <laughs> uh, so the few flavors I bought today is a blueberry ginger. That's the That's one mine. You blueberry ginger. Okay. Blueberry ginger. Nate. It's got a nice pink hue. That's a nice thing. Nate, he has the pineapple. Oh, pineapple's good. Pineapple's good. That'll uh, be good. I have a raspberry lemon. Oh, all right. So we've got a little variety so, here. Yeah. So I know that you've been towing with uh, recipes and whatnot. Are these sort of, I'm assuming since you knew we were doing this show well in advance, are these, you think, your favorite three? Because I know you've tried, oh, we'll mix this with this and whatever. So are these your your go-tos, you would They're, say? Maybe not my favorite, but definitely my kind of like easy to do, but stuff that we always have just in the freezer, like easy to grab. So these are definitely my kind of like tried and tested ones that always go down well. Mm. So here's the thing. So we have the straight kombucha home brewed, if you will. Although we were talking about it, it's it's actually fermentation right yes is there's a difference isn't there i don't know i'm sure i guess it is well beer ferments but yeah i don't know if you'd call it brewing actually they do call it brewing kombucha brewing okay Um, i don't know if that's just a kind of general term like rather than a more like scientific one so it's even more appropriate for breeze day tuesday so but here's the thing now that i think about it isn't there some alcohol in the fermentation process? So is this technically not dry? Would this have a slight ABV? So sometimes a SCOBY during the fermentation process can produce a tiny bit of alcohol. But I'm talking like 0.5% so it's, at the it's, very It's along most. with like NA. It's yeah, point. Okay. It's, it's very low. wouldn't register. Could be there, but 
guess what? It's not going to count as wiping off your dry January. You can't have a beer after this because it's all over. <laughs> oh, okay, fair enough. That was his hope. So, yeah. so you, and you mentioned SCOBY. For those that know zero about kombucha, I feel like I know a little bit through you, of course, but what exactly is a SCOBY? I can tell you just that. So a SCOBY is an acronym for a symbiotic culture of bacteria and yeast. I did not know that. And I presume that people call it a SCOBY just so they can avoid saying bacteria and yeast yeah, <laughs> to the people that they want to drink. It sound better. SCOBY, <laughs> SCOBY, SCOBY sounds, sounds cute. Yeah, SCOBY sounds a bit <laughs> yeah, more, uh, exactly. you know, inviting and stuff. Like a little pet or something. So yeah, so kombucha is basically just three ingredients. So it's your tea and sugar and then these SCOBYs. The process allows the SCOBY to transform tea into kombucha through the magic of fermentation. And basically what's happening is the SCOBY, you're feeding the SCOBY the sugar and it's using the caffeine and the ingredients of the tea to work. And then it creates this beautiful, magical kombucha. So, and what, what kind of tea do you, I know there's a bunch of different teas, but what do you use for the kombucha process? Or so, does, do, you, do you try different ones? So I have tried different ones. I usually just use black tea and that's the kind of like the standard. Does it have a good caffeine um, yeah, amount? Yeah, high caffeine, caffeine okay. and it's also a really sturdy tea. So you can leave the tea bags to steep for a long time and it doesn't, the tea doesn't become bitter. Uh, you can also use green tea. Green tea is quite popular. Oolong tea. But you want to avoid like fruit teas and anything that doesn't, doesn't have caffeine in it. They don't work so well. Noted. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. I'll just let you make the... Kombucha. You don't, you're not sold. You're not uh, about to hop onto this process. I, I, I have too many processes in my life. <laughs> it is a commitment. I, like I have my Scobies in my little Scoby hotel, and when we went away, for example, last year, like I had to get someone to babysit my Scoby. It's 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 a living organism, and if what you sort of it, babysitting does it? You can't leave it for how long? And what do you need to do? What sort of maintenance does a Scoby need? Yeah, so you don't want to leave it for more than say two or three weeks. And after that, it would probably start getting a bit kind of like fusty. It's eating all the sugar and it's it's probably going to go off. So my one of my good friends, Carrie, shout out to Carrie. She uh, she took in my scoby and she drained it halfway through her time away and put in new tea and sugar so it could continue on. <laughs> OK, well, so this was the berry. Which one did you give me? That was the blueberry, blueberry and... Uh, ginger. It was yeah. good. I'm not going to lie. Like the first sip, it really takes you back because you're like, whoa, this is very uh, potent, kind of vinegary and such. But as it went, it started to go down easier. Almost got a bit sweeter. Yeah. Which uh, I guess maybe does it, how long you let it ferment deviates uh, the amount of tartness versus sh sweetness? Because you mentioned that the scoby eats the sugar. So I guess if you don't let it if you do it quicker and it doesn't have as much time to eat the sugar, it's going to be sweeter when you drink it, right? I'm yeah, assuming. Exactly. Is that and how that? That is how that works. And that was the um, the first batch that I made or like the first one that I started to save. So that one was about three or four weeks old. So it should technically have been the tartest of the three you're oh, going to try okay. today. Okay. So it's only sweeter from here out. So, and you mentioned three or four weeks. Is that three or four weeks in the... What's the process? How does yeah, it... Yeah, let me... come. Let's go back to the start. Okay. So you got a SCOBY. Yeah, so you have, so maybe you have a Scooby from a friend or you um, you managed to get some uh, tea, like kind of Scooby tea from someone. So the, from there, all you need mm. is some kind of like vessel, like a large glass, uh, probably like one gallon or around about one gallon. Has to be glass. Scobies don't like plastic Ooh. or metal because they can kind of absorb things from their environment around them. I actually got a great container from Walmart. It's like a big kind of like lemonade, like glass lemonade server with a spout on the bottom. Oh, did you? Oh, sorry, sorry. My lovely husband 
find that for me. Yeah, <laughs> it looked like a good Scobie hotel. It did, yeah. And then so from there, you want to boil um, or, or have like a kind of jug of tea and like very sugary tea. So you want like a third of a cup of sugar at least, or maybe two thirds of a cup of sugar in there. Wow. You let that tea sit and you let it steep for as long as it takes for the water to cool, cool down. And you're obviously mixing in your sugar. So it's nice, just sugary tea water. And then you can add that to your SCOBY hotel, which is where your SCOBYs are going to live, basically. Okay. So how long do, <laughs> do you leave that in the SCOBY hotel before you move to the next process? So you're going to want to leave it in there for at least seven days. You can do more than that. You can do anything up to like three weeks, I think. And then um, it'll be super tart. And then it will get tarter as the time goes on. Yeah. And you know it's working because you'll start to see your SCOBY growing on the top of the the hotel. And a SCOBY looks basically just like a jellyfish yep. or something, right? Yeah, let me, I could. So for, if, you're watching on, if you're watching on the Facebook or <laughs> the YouTube, the you'll see. So, and this is not even the, that's not even the SCOBY from the SCOBY hotel. This grows no. in its own. Yeah, so you're, you're, you're jumping the onto the next step. So. Well, well, I'm just oh. trying to explain to the people because that's not the normal SCOBY. Yeah. That's so, not but the it does. OG it looks, SCOBY. It looks like a jellyfish for sure. So you've left that for your, you know, seven to 10 days or longer, however long you want to leave it for. And then you can go on to your next stage. And I do want to um, also give a shout out to Nate and his beautiful wife, Cindy, who really upped my kombucha game last year uh, for my birthday when they bought me these awesome bottles for the process. With um, the pop, with the pop top. With the pop top, yeah. I can't um, remember what were you using before that. Just like the store bought, like glass bottles. Oh, you just kept like reusing. Yeah, yeah, I just kept on using them. But these ones are great because they have this top on that really helps like keep in the carbonation because after a while, these can actually get quite carbonated. I quite haven't perfected that. So I'm not sure that you guys are, are probably getting a fizzy drink right now. <laughs> well, and that maybe leads but, us to the next one. So the the tartness of the berry wasn't even that bad, but this one, which was this, the not the pineapple. That's the, the lemon and raspberry. This one is extra sweet. So was this the one that was the least? That's the least one, yeah. Yeah, one this one is time. noticeably sweeter. And and then the pineapple is good. I do like oh, pineapple. Oh, pineapple's so good. But yeah. that's the only one I've had so you're far. You're talking about the carbonation. Like. Sometimes you, you actually mix and kind of, because it can be really, really flavorful. And so mm -hmm. do you, I see you have some... Pelagrigro, what is that? What is that? Sparkling, Sparkling something. Sparkling water, yeah. So that so gives it a little fizz you can, if you want to top it off. Exactly, with that, right? like, and this is, this is a great way to get your kombucha to last longer as well. Like I'll just basically take half of one of these bottles and then top up with this for like a glass every day. So I don't know if you want to add some sparkling water, you might like a little bit better. But yeah, so back to stage two. So this is like your second ferment. You put it into the bottles, and it will just be the kombucha water, and then you can flavor it. So for example. You can just throw in fruit. You can also use like herbs, spices, anything like that. Um, I actually like to blend it all up. Like, so I'll, I'll put like a little bit of kombucha water with say some strawberry or whatever fruit I'm using and blend it and then add it to the bottles so that there's not like big chunks in it. So now we were talking about how you, you've experimented with different flavors and whatnot. And I know you said you can leave it, the tea brewing with the SCOBY for seven days or even up to three weeks. So if you're doing a certain recipe, have you noticed like, okay, well, with the pineapple one, I only want to leave it in there for a week because I want it to be a little sweeter. It tastes better that way. Or with this sort of adjunct, as we call it in the beer business, what, you know, fruits, whatever you're adding to it, it'll be better to leave it brewing in, with the SCOBY longer so that it kind of accents what the adjuncts that you're using. 
I have not noticed that. No. Mm. <laughs> so you haven't just, tried experimenting that I haven't tried really experimenting that because usually like, like, I mean, I'm drinking it every single day. So yeah. it's like, I'm like cycling through like pretty quickly. You know, I, t- I want to leave it for at least a week, I'd say this uh, form just so that it can get a little tartar. I like things to be tart. And then you also see like, as Drez pointed out, that the scoby will start growing within this fermentation as well, because it also has the sweet things to draw off, which is your fruits that you've put in there. So I know that when it comes, you, you obviously you need a scoby to do this process. Would you want to use the scoby that was growing in with the fruit, like in there? Like, could you give that to somebody and let them start doing it? Or do you need it to be like a untouched, you know, the, the grandmother the tea, scoby yeah. kind of thing, the one that you have in the hotel that's making the, the main... Yeah, you need it to come from the hotel. And you don't even necessarily need to give someone a scoby. You can just even give them some of that water, which has And it'll a grow lot a scoby, the, Yeah, like, has, I mean, like... if. Maybe you can't see, but there's a lot of bits like floating around at the bottom of there. <laughs> so you don't need necessarily like, the whole SCOBY, but you need water that has SCOBY particles in it for sure. So <laughs> I think Nate, you've been very quiet. I want to hear what your, what your I'm thoughts just, I'm, are. I'm fascinated because it's something I've considered not making kombucha, but the process for making vinegar is incredibly similar and it's something I've considered doing. So right, they refer to the SCOBY as the mother. I've wanted to do it because like some people will always gift us wine and some of them just aren't great wine sometimes. <laughs> so you just want to let I love it. vinegar, but I haven't, I haven't pulled the trigger on it yet, but it does, it is a fascinating process. So that's how vinegar is made. Is it the same sort of thing? Is it a SCOBY as well? Yeah. And it's just a vinegar SCOBY, I guess, mm-hmm. or it just depends on, is it the same sort of deal? And then you're just feeding it, not tea, but I guess wine in this case. Alcohol. Alcohol. Yeah. Okay. It feeds on like the residual sugars in, in wines and, and I don't know. I Rice wine vinegar is made. I, I don't know how much sugar there is in rice, but apparently like even rice wine vinegar is made the same across the board. They just have a, a they refer to it as a mother. You can actually buy apple cider vinegar that has the mother in it and kind of cheat the system and use theirs that way. But everything will taste like apple cider vinegar. Hmm. Interesting. So, and I know that you're mother scoby was an offshoot of uh it's almost incestual because you got it from my sister right <laughs> yeah so the the this scobies are hardy like that's that's all i can say about that so i i first came about kombucha when i was visiting my um auntie in canada and she i'm going to say this in the nicest way but she's a total hippie <laughs> so she was like look under my fridge my, my um my sink here like check out my scoby <laughs> <laughs> and she fed me my first kombucha and I was like, oh, okay, I really, I really liked it because I love sour stuff, tart stuff. Um, but then when we went on our honeymoon to Hawaii a couple of years later, uh, your sister was also brewing kombucha. We got to spend some time with her and she was able to kind of walk through the process and really, you know, give me the ins and outs of it. And I was like, oh, I think I could uh, do this. And she very kindly prepared a little glass uh, mason jar with a little scoby that she had in her hotel mm-hmm. and it actually survived the travels back to Virginia. Yeah. And this was, the, this was the start of the Hawaii trip. So she was traveling the whole rest of Hawaii, what, like two weeks with this yeah. little jar, with a little scoby jar. <laughs> and the next thing you know, we get all the way back home and it was no longer even in liquid. It was like, it was just sitting yeah. in the jar. <laughs> 
it still worked and it, it still, still powered through and it's and it's still going strong so i just fed it a little extra sugar so it had a, you know a really that, sweet first brew to feed and i guess of. part of the fun is you name the scobies right so what is its <laughs> name again well our first one i think it was like obi-wan the scoby <laughs> obi-wan scoby because yeah you said the first one so i guess once it gets too big you just chuck it out because then it can make another one because so, it's still there like you said there's still little bits in there that'll yeah, that, I, well, so every time you do like a, a brew, a new layer of SCOBY appears like on the top. So once you've, you know, once you get to the stage with me, I'm doing it every two weeks or so. Like this SCOBY is like growing, growing, growing. It's like thick. Like, at one point, my SCOBY was like an inch thick and I didn't realize it, but you and weren't. And about like aren't. a foot across. It was gigantic. <laughs> <laughs> well, because our, my jug is so big, it really was quite big across yeah, as well. yeah. And oh yeah, yeah, foot across. Yeah, I thought you were being uh, no, silly there. But no, yeah. it was about the size is. of a frisbee. <laughs> it was about the size of a frisbee. And then I, I kind of researched it, and I realized that you're not meant to let it get that thick. So then we had the the fun of figuring out what else we could do with this scoby that had grown. Because obviously you don't just want to throw it in the bin. Yeah, you guys. worked hard on it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what do you do with a scoby? <laughs> well, we we tried to make scoby jerky. And oh. as much as I... Our, our air fryer does have a de, uh, dehydration <laughs> jerky setting, I, I so you can make jerky. jerky. But... Yeah, no, you're not going to love scoby jerky. It was disgusting. <laughs> it was like... <laughs> it was way too chewy. Think about the chewiest thing you've ever had in your life, and it was chewier than that. It's like if you it just, just couldn't... Dehydrated the fatty portion of bacon? Maybe. I, I don't know. It was... And there was no good flavor to it. Oh, no. You tried to flavor it somehow, I didn't did. You? I put some Japanese barbecue, like, ah, you know, it was, on it, but it was just... We did not eat all of it. I, yeah, I least. don't think we even got past one or so two. So what's bites. what's the next try for, for SCOBY preservation? So people can... Jerky's like, they, out. They make, like, little, like, gelatine sweets out of them. I don't know how. I, I didn't really research it. You can just eat it, like, if you want. No. But, like a shot, just down it. Yeah, like a, like an oyster. Good, Maybe. Yeah, that's <laughs> like, what, that's what it would like be like. Oh, no, thank you. Yeah. But um, no, and and actually, like I felt weird eating it because you know we had obviously named it. It You've had been attached. like in our house. Yeah, it's like if you get like a chicken and then you you know and then you don't want to eat the chicken. It almost was like that for me. Mm. I, I yeah. can see that. Yeah. Well, I don't know about y'all, but I, I'm out. I, I saw you did top it off with the the sparkling water, which I guess does help stretch it a bit, but I've downed all of mine. And honestly, man, it's going to be hard to choose a favorite. I'd say that first one, that first sip of that first one kicked me back a bit. So, <laughs> but it did get better as it went, but I, I, between the pineapple and the, uh, what was the other one that you had? The raspberry lemon, lemon, raspberry lemon, the raspberry lemon might be the best just because it's the sweetest and I have a sweet tooth and, I, and it tastes, but the, I love the pineapple. I really do. Yeah. Pi pineapple always works out well. Like the flavor is always really good. And it's just so that that's the one ingredient, like nice and easy. I've been on a, on a weird ginger kick. Like last night I made uh, these uh, sweet Thai chili ginger steak bowls with like a uh, ginger rice. Nice. And uh, I, I, I don't know. They're all absolutely delicious and refreshing, but I think this blueberry ginger is, uh, is my favorite. So that's interesting, mm. yeah. So that, that's the, well, we the oldest one. We we know that you like tart stuff, so we kind of thought you might like mm -hmm. that one the best as well. So I know it's it's tough to be your own critic. What about you? Do you have a favorite? Do you like them all? They're all your little children, your little Scooby babies. <laughs> I, I, I really do like the pineapple. Like I go back to that. Like it's so easy, like time and time again. Uh, but my favorite one that I have made um, is the strawberry basil 
Basil. Mm. Basil, sorry. You say how you say it. She's formed. Basil it is. <laughs> and mainly because I was picking the basil from our garden. This is fresh. So it felt like And really... it feels more like you're a part of the process. Exactly. And then when we had the blackberry uh, bush, I also used to make some of the blackberries. And that also felt really... You know, I used to do blackberry mint. Super so mint hippie. And blackberry. Yeah, I was like, this I'm just, you know, <laughs> Mother Nature. <laughs> Doing one with it. Well, no, it is it. delicious. So now here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a break. We'll play a song. We'll come back and we're going to do a compare and contrast because these are the homemade kombuchas. We also ran to the store and got some, I guess I wouldn't say professional. I guess it would be professional, but, you know, the big wigs, uh, different brands and different flavors and stuff. So we'll give those a try. Uh, as we all know, we usually let the guests pick the song. Have you put any thought? You know that this is the trick. You you look like you already knew. You were expecting it. What song are we playing? I want to play uh, Bad Flower Ghost. All right. Bad Flower it is. We'll throw a little Bad Flower at you, and then we'll be popping more kombucha on a dry January. Bruise Day Tuesday right here with 105.3 The Bear. Stick around. <laughs>